The study looks at connections between weight loss programs and depression in adolescents. This is the Weight and Healthcare newsletter. If you appreciate the content here, please consider supporting the newsletter by subscribing and or sharing. This is another in the series of research breakdowns I completed as part of a project with Weight Inclusive Nutrition and Dietetics, or WIND, to create a comprehensive response to the horrible American Academy of Pediatrics guidelines. The study is Association of Pediatric, quote, obesity treatment, including a dietary component with change in depression and anxiety, a systematic review and meta-analysis. General issues. This study does not examine eating disorder symptoms. They look at changes in depression and anxiety for participants in, quote, professionally run pediatric, quote, obesity treatment programs. They find that, quote, structured, professionally run pediatric, quote, obesity treatment is not associated with an increased risk of depression or anxiety and may result in mild reduction in symptoms, end quote. First note that their use of may result is far from a clear conclusion. There are troubling issues with weight stigma that aren't covered here. If depression and anxiety in this population is driven by weight stigma, then the study recommendations are tantamount to telling stigmatized people that they should try to change themselves to suit their oppressors to impact their depression. This would be troubling under any guise, but is especially problematic given the fact that weight loss is almost never maintained. Beyond this, the studies included only offer between 2 weeks to 15 months of follow-up. We know that weight regain typically starts around the 12-month mark, but this study fails to address or even consider what will happen to depression and anxiety symptoms during or after the highly likely weight regain. Author Concerns and Conflicts These study authors were also authors of the Fast Track to Health trial, which put higher weight teens on extreme caloric and food restriction, including in some cases alternate day fasting. Louise Adams created a website in response to this horrifying trial. Most of these authors are part of the EDIT, or Eating Disorders in Weight-Related Therapy, collaboration, which is a group of people who predominantly have profit, interest, and career investment in, quote, weight management and, quote, anti-obesity work, who are using pretty questionable research practices in an attempt to create research that, they will claim, shows that weight management and anti-quote obesity programs do not increase eating disorder symptoms and or can decrease them. They included 44 studies, with a total of 3,702 participants from 5.6 to 16.6 years old, and intervention durations from 2 weeks to 15 months. 36 studies found a reduction in depressive symptoms post-intervention, but only 11 showed that reduction maintained at follow-up of 6 to 16 months from baseline. 10 of the studies found that anxiety was reduced post-intervention, but only 4 showed that the reduction was maintained at follow-up. Note that the follow-up period typically included the entire duration of the study, so including the intervention time, meaning that the actual post-intervention follow-up was actually less, and sometimes far less, than 6 to 16 months. There was considerable attrition of effect between the end of the study and the end of the relatively short follow-up period. We do not know if that attrition continued. They concluded only that, quote, Pediatric, quote, obesity treatment is not associated with an increased risk of depression or anxiety over a 16-month follow-up. Treatment of weight concerns should be considered within the treatment plan for young people with depression and, quote, obesity. Right, this is a low bar that the treatment was not associated with an increased risk of depression or anxiety. And again, 16 months is not long enough to capture the long-term impacts of weight cycling or disordered relationships with eating. 
Seven of the studies did not show a weight difference between the intervention and control group. Among the studies that showed weight loss, it was a small amount of weight loss, and those that had additional follow-up showed weight regain even in that short time. For all of these reasons, I don't believe their recommendation is supported by their findings. They are also, at least a little bit, honest that, quote, a small number of participants may experience a worsening in symptoms of depression and anxiety, and these outliers are not well represented in sample means, end quote. This is a significant issue since they don't offer specific ways to identify these participants, and the outcomes for them could be catastrophic. Overall, the AAP guidelines attempt to use this study to back up their dubious at-best claim that the weight loss interventions they recommend don't increase eating disorders or eating disorder symptoms. And this study, quite simply, does not do that. Did you find this post helpful? You can subscribe for free to get future posts delivered direct to your inbox or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and get special benefits. Go to weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.